friends, it's us. I am Steph Beagle. And I am Lauren Abney. And this is Well Behaved. We believe balance is a bit overplayed and way overrated. We've embraced finding our perfect blend of wellness with a twist of tequila. This podcast delivers wellness remixed from face slapping facials to the ABCs of CBD. Living your best life and finding what's right for you is what it's all about. Let's do this. Well, we're just buzzing because we were like in the presence of a goddess. Truly. A magical light being that I've known pretty much my entire life. And I'll say this. It is wild to watch someone on their journey when you're literally for the first time listening and doing a podcast together. And you just have this overwhelming sense that they are who they are supposed to be. And they're the most, they're their most authentic. Wow. Authentic self. Speaking's hard today. It sure is. But the energy that happened with us today was special. I feel like We were meant to have this experience together. And the words that she was able to share hit my heart. Totally. I I think the work that she's doing around personal branding just goes way beyond. I think personal brands sound so marketing, you know, sounds so like Mm -hmm. you're building a company. And what I think she taught us today is like, you're just building yourself. And that truly, I mean, we hear this all the time, but today, for whatever reason, it really just like entered my soul Mm -hmm. that all of these triggers around you, all of the things you know, that you want to do or can't do or have done, so much of it just comes back to self, right? And building and figuring out who you are and what makes you authentic, what your magic is, all of a sudden, like, it's not, it's not a wonder. It's some of it's science that things will start to come to you. You will start mm-hmm. to attract the things that you want in life, right? I said it way less beautifully than she did, but you Yeah, but in the end, it's not woo. It's real. And I think if one of the things she said is make the first step, maybe that's having an open conversation with your friends or sharing something that you made you feel vulnerable. That first step can be almost the catalyst or the proof to you that this is a valuable tool. And by personal branding, it's not only for those that want to be Instagram stars. It's the those that want to know themselves and bring that realness to every engagement that Absolutely. they have. Absolutely. And I just can't wait for people. You know, it's frustrating, I think, for us a lot of times when we bring on these amazing guests, but some of what they do is a little bit like less accessible. People can go buy her book, B. And I am so excited to hear the stories of how they take that book and how it affects their lives. Because I, I mean, the two of us wanted to literally just read the whole thing today, right? I'm taking the day off. You're taking the day off, totally. Um, I'm not for, <laughs> for all my business people out there. No, I'm kidding. So we are honestly high on Jessica's Zweig. We're high on her so book. So high. And then I'm high on more food items. Too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm high on food today, too. Oh, woohoo. So Truff Hot Sauce has been around for a long time. A you have a of, lot of that in your refrigerator. I have a lot of that. I have all three kinds, like hot sauce. I love everything spicy. Wink, wink. With that being said, they launched a pasta sauce. And I am all for right now my jovial brown rice pasta plus the arabiata or the pomodoro truff hot sauce. Sorry, pasta sauce. What I'll say to you is a lot of times things that I love aren't healthy in terms of like you see a sauce like this and it's, you know, it's processed, if you will. If you look at the, it is the most clean ingredients. There are like five ingredients on the back. I don't have it in front of me. I wish I did. Is it wildly spicy? It's not at all. But a lot of people don't like truffle. And then I'm like, what's wrong with you people? But if you don't like the truffle taste, it does have a bit of a truffle taste. But 
it has like this creamy texture. There's no cream in it. Like you are welcome. Once again, last, you know, last episode I talked about Eat Do that was like $15. I will tell you that this pasta sauce is also not cheap. (laughs) So I'm on like the high version right now, but know that it goes a long way. And honestly, like you just got to buy it. Okay. Well, I don't think you're ever going to bring us something that's like cheap. Oh, maybe. That's off brand. That's that's unfair. What about you, babe? What are you high on? Okay. Well, I'm high on making my own soup. There we go. This is very on brand for us today. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet it's green. It is entirely green. It's called a detox soup. Cool. And essentially what I did was I sauteed onions, carrots, celery, leeks, um, zucchini, peas. Mm, What else did I have in there? Broccoli. All the good stuff. And then the key, the sleeper ingredient is the siete green enchilada sauce. So it comes in, a, you get it in the ethnic aisle and it comes in a glass jar. You pour that whole thing in there, mush it up with some, uh, what do we call that? Broth. Mm, broth. And then you blend it together. It is so damn good. There's not one artificial ingredient in it. You're nourishing your body. I top it with avocado and then obviously siete corn tortilla chips. And guys, just do that. It's the perfect thing to have in the winter. It's warm. It's satiating. There is no recipe. Make it up, but it's so good. I hope you can feel our energy and excitement for not only these products or your homemade soup, but also Jessica's why. Let's let's do the magic. I'm so in. Yeah. Friends, we are so excited to have the beautiful, radiant Jessica Zweig here today. I have known Jess for most of my life. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. I was trying to think about, we grew up in the same suburb. Yes. We went to all the... You knew my husband before I knew my husband. Like we are rooted in like the North Shore network and we've known known each other forever. And I think we even lived in the same, like, like, didn't you live in Kinsey? Yeah. 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 So we've been like weaving, crossing paths for our whole lives. And here we are. We're here today. And it's been amazing to watch and witness your journey. So sweet. I appreciate you. And she is many things. I mean, the list is long, but at minimum is an award-winning entrepreneur, personal branding expert, CEO of Simply Be, and now a published author. But it doesn't stop there. She is a top of the charts publishing author. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Number one. Number, number one, one. Yeah. in like new releases. You know how sometimes people do like top of the charts because they're not number one? Like, <laughs> No, this is number, number one. one. Yep. It's so incredible. We are Thank so you. proud of you. You launched your book how many days ago? Three days ago. Three days oh, ago. Oh, that's normal that you're number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Totally normal. <laughs> so we are so proud of you. And I just, I love your commitment to working with individuals and entities to help them grow by leveraging their most powerful marketing tool on the planet, which is themselves. Yes. Authenticity, right? Yep. So we're going to dig into that. Lauren and I were excited selfishly. We're like, we need this right now. Good. So. I truly felt like that. It, this is just the conversation that I needed and not in a ethereal, like, oh, be yourself way. Right. Like, I'm super excited for us to talk about solutions that we all can take away from today. Me too. We love doing the work. So we're here for it. And I know our people are too. So we started at the beginning, which is our beginning, which is what does wellness mean to you? It's funny. My relationship with wellness has evolved as I've gotten older. And I think it used to be like what I ate, how much I worked out, like, you know, how much water I drank, what I weighed, like, honestly. And now wellness is far more about the spiritual and emotional and mental well-being of my life. And I would rather meditate today than like go to a workout class because it it serves me more. And I've just 
I my relationship with food has changed. Like I eat more intuitively. I work out when I feel like it. And if I'm not tending to my soul, I know that sounds cheesy, then I'm not right. Like I'm not well. And so wellness is with with being an entrepreneur and having a busy life, like an exceptionally busy life. Wellness is carving space for me, period, to be in relationship with myself. And I I try to do that in the mornings. I have a morning routine. I journal. I meditate. I'm, I love my essential oils, my aura spray, like my sage, Hell my yeah. Palo Santo. I'm all into that. That's wellness for for me. And then at the end of the day, if I can if I can carve the space, uh, salt bath. Like I use a lot of tools in that toolkit from the self care perspective. That you know, at the end of the day and the, and the beginning of the day, kind of bookends the craziness. Mm-hmm. Then I'm in then I'm in a state of of self care and and taking care of my wellness. And those are the times you can control. And those are the only times I can control. Right. Because the days get out of control. But I'm, you know, I used to be kind of a victim to that. Like, oh, it's I'm so stressed out. I'm so overwhelmed. And I actually made the choice at the beginning of 2021. My word for 2021 is flow. And I've really stepped into that energetically and to really embrace the madness. Like, it's such a gift to be busy with what you're doing that you created and that you love. And to really choose to be enjoy and to make it fun you know it's a mental game so that's also wellness is the choice right the mindset and and i've really really shifted away from what i it's so such a great question because wellness used to be something completely different 100 for all of us yeah for all of us i love that do you want to know what my mantra is right now tell me just be yeah (laughs) (laughs) before i even knew like i mean what the book i mean obviously simply be was always there but yeah that's and it's been and i felt really not to talk about me. This is definitely not about me. But um, we each year, especially on the podcast, we've had the podcast for over a year. We tried to do our new mantras. And mine was just be last year. But mm-hmm. I like was like, I just need it again. I still need totally, it. Totally. I love that. Like I'm not done with it yet. So, I love that. Yeah. Such a beautiful. Just be. So let's dive in. Okay. All <laughs> Everyone in marketing is talking about authenticity. But so few of us know how to commit to it, how to follow through. How do you define authenticity? All right. It's a little woo, but I'm going to like it. take it up and then Welcome. bring it back down. Okay. Awesome. So I believe the distinction between authenticity versus inauthenticity is the distinction of love versus fear. And fear shows up as ego. Fear shows up a lot of things. And you can tell when someone's like trying to be authentic or like coming on with like a need to be like validated and seen and, and, and isn't fully embodied you know, because there's fear and love. Love shows up in a ton of expressions as well, but love shows up as service, right? So when we come to the plate with our authentic brands, what are we really doing it for? Are we doing it to scratch an itch to be seen because we don't see ourselves first and fully? Or are we doing it because we know we have a special gift, we own that, and we're here to create value for people with that gift? And and so that's that's really, and you can just feel it. It's like energetic. And I think that often say that the work of a personal brand, building the brand called you, is an inside job first. It's not an outside projection of what you want the world to see you as on your Instagram or your website. That's the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth steps. The first step is really going within and owning your light and your shadow, you know, taking full responsibility for yourself, looking at your, your greatness and owning it, like having no, you know, getting over the, the fear of being seen as something that's too shiny. And so I just look at the people in the world that I follow and I admire that I consider authentic. And at the end of the day, they make me feel served. They make me feel good. They, 
They make me feel happy for them as much as myself, mm. right? And then there's people who are operating inauthentically that I don't really follow those people, but they're, they don't add value to me for whatever reason. And so I, that's, that's how I dis- paint the picture and the distinction. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Arguably, it's terrifying to be authentic because you are essentially exposing yourself. You're taking off that armor. You're showing who you are and you're assuming that there's probably judgment, but that you're going to rise above it or that it's not going to impact you or it's not going to be a hit to your core self because it will be a hit to your ego. And so I can understand why people deliver this glossy version of themselves because that's what they see. And that's what seems to be what people want to see. Um, But it's not, it's not real. And so like when people are thinking about owning their own self, how have you, how have you determined that there's tools or ways in which they can say, I need to look beyond ego. I want to be more serving. I want to be less living with less fear. So like, how are you coaching or or treating that type of experience so that people are able to look at them, their real self with confidence? Yeah. So I feel like we are here to teach what we're here to learn ourselves. Right. So I can't fully talk about this self, this stuff, unless I know I I've gone through my own like fire and you remember cheeky Chicago, right? Like back in the day. And I was this glossy version of myself and I, in, inside was a very different story. And it wasn't until I left Cheeky and started telling the truth and showing up more vulnerably and giving out like wisdom based on failures and, you know, sharing stories of the non-glamorous stuff that people saw was really when things started to change. And I started to magnetize more of the right clients and the more of the right network and women started like engaging with my content that were different. And it was so affirming. So my point Mm -hmm. to your question is a couple things. Try it, like share something, share one thing vulnerably and maybe just circulate it to a couple of friends that you trust and see what you get back. Share something you've never shared before that you feel would add value and help Mm -hmm. someone else. I have a chapter in my book called um, No One Cares (laughs) because the truth is no one cares about your brand. People care about themselves, right? And that's not a bad thing. That makes us human. And so when we come from a place of what I've been through, what I've learned and, and delivering it in a way that can help someone else who might be going through the same thing. Try that. Just take a baby step. That's one. Another thing to think about, and this is also from my book, I have a tool called the hologram, the personal brand hologram. My book is chock filled with tools, micro steps, frameworks. It's a part workbook. So the first worksheet or the first exercise I have the reader do is called the personal brand hologram. I named it a hologram because we're we're three-dimensional light beings for the record. And for the record. (laughs) In case you didn't know that, you are. You're made of the light. You're listening to this podcast. Clearly you are part of this tribe. So It's really about clarity. Branding is an exercise in clarity. I say that all the time. You can't be everything to everyone or you're going to be nothing to no one. That's marketing 101. So really distilling down the core topics, brand pillars that you want people to know about you is how you start to architect this crystal clear message. Now, we're also people, right? Mm. We're dynamic. We're ever evolving. So how do we reconcile branding is an exercise in clarity, but people are messy. And the hologram is the tool that's here to solve that problem. And I asked the reader and I would ask the listener to think of, you know, you can't, you can't talk about whatever you want, right? You can't come online and just be about it all because you're going to show up as a hot mess. But you can't just talk about one or two things and hide 
behind what you do. You have to show up as who you truly are at the same time. And so we've created the hologram, which asks the reader to develop four brand pillars, just four. And four is that sweet spot that we have found that will achieve that clarity without sacrificing depth. Mm -hmm. And you get to pick it. And I would encourage the reader to, to identify what are the things that they could talk about endlessly? Like what, what matters the most to you? What showcases your expertise? Like why someone would hire you or want to work with you and your humanity. And you don't have to give it away. You don't owe the world your life in a glass case on the internet. Like that's not authentic. That's over-processing and mm-hmm. oversharing. <laughs> and 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 start there. And then I, we can crack into more of that. But I think if we really were to come from that place of four pillars and then start to craft content online through Instagram, through blogs, through podcasts, through you guys have a clear position of the things you talk about and know. You don't talk about everything and anything. You have a position. It's why your podcast has grown so much because you're speaking to your specific people. And that comes from your positioning as a brand. And so the reader can do that. Anyone can do that to really show up more authentically, but also effectively. Oh, so cool. So good. I think it's interesting too, because I think we talk about it from this like influencer creator space, but really to your point, it's for everyone. It's for everyone. And it's for you to be just more grounded in self. It doesn't have to be for you to how you're going to show up on Instagram because like that is triggering. It's so triggering. Yeah. But I think that that's the magic too, is like, you know, for everyone and anyone, the exercise of connecting to self is powerful and it's going to give you these tools to navigate the journey in a really unique and powerful way. It doesn't matter what the output is, right? Not everyone is trying to be a creator or an influencer. A hundred percent. I wrote my book for, I mean, I had to write my book for a target market to of get course. a book deal. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But my, Fair. but it's the truth, but my book really is. So I wrote my book, my three target markets were corporate leaders with purpose, entrepreneurs on a mission and young people wanting to make a difference and not just a living. That's everybody. I think totally. we all have purpose, yeah. mission and want to one of those right, exactly. yeah. I'll check those boxes. And my, my book is very tactical in the sense it's going to help you build a brand, but it's a permission slip to help you just cut the, cut the noise, cut the small, the smallness, the imposter syndrome, and just step forward into being who you truly are. And I think everybody wants that at their core more than anything else. Right. Hundred percent. We had um Michael Chernow on, and I love you know, him. <laughs> it's, it's so wild to understand, you know, border made like what what is your you know purpose and like committing to. But one thing that I that you brought up that resonates wildly with me is we talked a lot about our magic, right? That we're all born with this, yeah. Or, or many of us think we're born with this magic, and so many times we focus on what we don't have, yeah, to be able to grow and and foster, you know, get better at the things we're not good at versus to like commit and nurture your magic. And yeah. I think that's something too. It's like this permission slip to be who you you were meant to be and to commit to that. Yes. And to be okay just sitting in that and building upon that. Right. Yes. So I think I think it all plays together, but totally it just it it triggered, if you will, the idea of that. And I think that that's something I've been practicing for sure. Is like I I know I have things that are special. Yes. And yes, why you do, you I, do thank you, babe. That's, I just said <laughs> that just I just said that just so you would do that. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it's you know figuring out what that is 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 a practice too. Not everyone is even in tune enough to, or self aware enough to be able to acknowledge what their magic is. Yes. But once you know it, there's a, there's something really special about that too. Absolutely. My so my book is my book is broken down into three sections. Be real be your brand, be free. Mm. And be real is the section where I, I I bust up these myths about putting yourself out there and being you and tapping into your magic. 
And then the second section is be your brand, which is the most tactical part, and then teaches you the platform building. And then be free is put the book down, sister, and go live your life and show up in the real world with your magic, with your knowingness, fully integrated. And so I, I we're saying the same thing. I mean, I, I, everyone has magic. This is this is earth school. We came here totally. in these vessels like called us to, to evolve and to, and to serve and to play. And my mantra, it's funny. You say just be, I mean, I have a few mantras for 2020. One of them is trust the magic. Yeah. Okay. So your mantra for next year. That's <laughs> true. 2022. I know my mantra. Already. No, you can yeah. have it out. Thank you have to. I have a few. I'm an incredibly positive person, but I do want to talk a little bit about negative triggers. Let's do it. And so it's it's not unforeseen that we're going to be exposed to all of these personal brands and we're going to have a little bit of FOMO. We're going to think I'm jealous yes. or this impacts my self-conscious or what we see a lot within female entrepreneurship is like, if you if you see somebody that's doing it, you think it's already done or there's not space for you. Mm. And so- we don't think that way. We don't think that way. Neither do I. No, <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot, so a lot of rising tide. Absolutely. Um, what what can people do so that they're mm. able to approach that or at least identify that negative thought and then change or yeah. reposition or find another narrative yeah. so that they're able to grow from yeah. that experience? So, you know, I, it's, it's funny. I, I just talked about this on my podcast. I, I, it was called How to Not Be Jealous of Anyone. Mm. And, you know, my mom was a school teacher and she just really raised me with all of this sort of awareness and empathy. She was an inner city school teacher and we grew up in Highland Park, right? So she would always just come home and bring me perspective. And my mom was just, she's like my cornerstone example of non-judgment. So I, I don't really have like jealousy in my DNA. Like I've, I never really have. I, I've always rooted for women, but that's not to say I'm on any pedestal everyone gets triggered. Like we all get triggered and triggers to me have a double meaning. It can trigger you internally. Like, fuck, I hate her. Or like I suck or trigger all of these stories, judgments, projections, resentment, smallness, or it can trigger you. Like think of the word trigger. Like it's a gun. Like you can just like be your own bullet and like shoot, it can shoot you outward hmm. and show you by showing you, I should say what's possible because they're just because she's done it doesn't mean there's no space for you. In fact, it's the opposite. It's an expander. It's If it's available to her, it's available to me. And the second thing I'll say about this is, and I'm again, on no pedestal. I've done a lot of inner work. I get jealous. Of course I do. I'll see something that I, someone else has that I want and the trigger goes inward and I'm like, I'm feeling shitty about myself. That's a part of myself that needs love. That's a part of myself that is wounded has its own sense and need for healing. And I just really, as soon as I was able to really make that shift, I, I don't know, like I wrote about this in my book too. I have a whole section on competition and I used to get compared to like Marie Forleo or like Gabby Bernstein, like, and I would hate it. I was like, I, cause I would be like, I'm never going to be like them. Stop saying that. That makes me feel smaller. Mm-hmm. And when I started to really do the spiritual work, to be frank, and go inward and and really to embrace my own gifts, I was able to look at that and say, like, I'm never going to be them. And that's not a tragedy. That's a miracle. That's a goddamn miracle. And I can root for Gabby and I can root for Marie and I can root for Glendon Doyle and I can root for Oprah and I can root for all, all these hot babes that are like crushing it in like 
Instagram and be like, you go. I'm never going to be you. You're never going to be me. And there's room for all of us. And I genuinely believe that, you know, and that, that didn't happen overnight. That's been a journey, but I would encourage those listening just when you feel it, stop and tune in and ask yourself what, what is inside of me right now? That's actually being triggered has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with you. So love, love that part of yourself. And, and then even if you really don't mean it, like pretend to clap for her mm-hmm. <laughs> and no then you'll question. build muscle memory, yep. right? Like it's the, it's how, it's how it's worked, at least for me. I'm obsessed with the visualization of the, the pistol yes. and the trigger because that is truly the flip. It's the flip of mm-hmm. somebody holding you down versus the opportunity to go yes. Yes. and to go do it. And the idea of an expander is, yes. is exactly right. And we're in this moment and this energy right now where there are incredible women that are expanding this space for us. Mm-hmm. And it's Absolutely. creating all of these openings. Yes, And it doesn't have to be for an entrepreneurship. It could be having the next level of a job within a corporate company yep. or Absolutely. being... Um, a mom that's civically engaged and ha- feels like she's having expansion within her personal self. Like, yes, I think that there's so much space. And if we take it and flip it from negative to positive, it takes work. You have it to does. note it and nurture it. But I love the reposition. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I love what you just said, because it's really about all women. It's about women rising and it's such an exciting and important time, I think, to be a woman. We are rising by no accident. It is the rise of the divine feminine. And when you, you know, set yourself free to be yourself as a woman, whether it's, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you can still be a role model for a a stay-at-home mom. You're a stay-at-home mom. You can be an example for your corporate working friends. Like, I really just believe in the power of this collective and Mm -hmm. I think we all have that responsibility and opportunity. I think something special that you said earlier that ties to this is I bet you if people are showing up more authentically, those triggers become more of an inspiration versus a trigger. Yes. Because I think, you know, a lot of times if I'm not feeling grounded in self and I'm not feeling proud of the way I'm showing up, that I notice that those triggers are more like, oh my God, I wish I was doing that or I'm jealous of that. Right. So I think, I mean, I'm sure I'm only, I'm only on chapter one when when I get through the book, but I'm sure you touch on all that, but I think that that's a good reminder too, is it's, again, it starts with you. So these triggers are absolutely a result, not to, you know, to blame self, but to figure out how you can work through that. Because if you're showing up authentic, authentically, I'm sure it's going to feel a lot better. Absolutely. And you can sort of tell like, you know, when, when women show up like in their hearts, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I'll off, I've gotten a few times in the last few months, like, well, you talk all about authenticity and yet you're so polished and branded and yellow and everything looks so beautiful. And the truth is like, that's my expression of authenticity. And I've worked really, really hard to become embodied into that person. And that just happens to be my avenue and my, my lane, I guess. But you might be like, I don't know about like gray tones and and dream catchers that and that's your expression of authenticity and like the, I just think we really need to remember that as women when we're like sitting on the other sides of our phones and we're about to get triggered inward or outward like that 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 picture you see is is just one version of that girl but she's expressing herself and you can feel it is it coming from love or is it coming from fear and if people are going to get it that's okay they're not your people and i've also had to come along on that journey to not want to be liked and 
approved by of everyone. By everyone. It's impossible. It's impossible. Right? Yeah. So, so much of this, this feeling, it's it's rooted in energy, right? And we are, we love, we love mm-hmm. energy. Me I too. mean, the energy in this room, just <laughs> the energy that, that truly shapes everything that we do every day. Talk to us about how understanding and harnessing that power of energy yeah. can affect, you know, you as a human, but also in your business and as, a, you know, within your platform, things of that nature. Everything, I mean, this is science. This isn't even spirituality. Like we are energetic beings walking through the world. This is like Albert Einstein shit, quantum science. Like we all vibrate at frequencies. Like this table is a frequency, you're a frequency, I'm a frequency. And when we understand the power of our own energy and and sort of magnetize our energy and become more f- like a higher frequency, we like attracts like, it's also mm-hmm. science. We start to attract opportunities like when we're really fully ourselves like things flow doors open people want to work with you you meet amazing other people at high frequencies like it just becomes i just got the chills it just becomes more effortless when we really own our energy and um and then also i want to say managing our energy right like in that chapter i actually talk about a time when i had a speaking engagement I was like literally going to this conference for 500 people. I was sick. I was stressed as hell. I was leaving for Costa Rica to write my book for a month, like in three days. I had I felt like so burdened by this. I was also very nervous and I was in the Uber and I was so angry. Like I was dark. My mm-hmm. energy was low. I was like, fuck this. I hate that I have to do this today. And then I heard my higher voice. It was like, Jessica, you can shift. Like, just make the choice to walk in and to be frank, kind of fake it. Like, but but bring your energy up. It was such a conscious choice. And I walked in and I never felt like more open and clear and warm. And I hugged, th- this is pre-COVID. <laughs> I, I was like very just gracious. And I, and I actually ended up giving one of the best talks of my life. And that particular company has hired me like six times since then. It was my first opportunity with them, literally. And it was my energy that day. I, ch- I chose to shift it. And like our, our, the only thing we have control over in the entire world is our, our thoughts. That's it. We don't have control over each other, the weather, politics, fucking pandemic. Like the only thing we have mm-hmm. control over is this. Well, this impacts how we feel. How we feel impacts our energy right? Our emotions, our energy, and we begin to then vibrate. Like when you're in a horrible mood and you walk into a room or someone else's, you don't even have to like see it on their face. They could be smiling, but you can feel it, right? That's what I'm talking about when I say like harnessing, choosing, managing your energy. It actually just starts with your mind and it's hard work. Like it's a, it takes a mindset shift in order to shift your frequency, But when you make that a practice and you wake up most days and choose to be yourself, choose to be in your joy, choose to be in your light, like things things happen, Yes, you know, it's wild. Well, we, you know, the the saying is that your vibe attracts your tribe. Yes, I have that in my book too. As (laughs) As it should, because you're bringing in the energy in which you're asking for and you're putting out and you're connecting with people and that all makes sense. You know exactly those humans that are negative. Yes. All the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it feels toxic. It does. It's cancerous. It is. It's, what would you call it when you catch it from somebody? Contagious. It's contagious. Yes. <laughs> I forget I words sometimes. I always just look at her and be like, what's, what's that, that word? I love you every other. I, mean, I do my own podcast. <laughs> it's like so amazing to have a host, a co-host. It, it is so amazing. But God, like the, how important is that? And the ability 
to make a decision. Absolutely. I'm obsessed. How empowering is that? Yes. I think so many times too, and this is um this happens to me all the time that I let my energy control me. Mm. Right. So you wake up in the morning and you're I mean, there's days where I'm like, it's a Wednesday and I wake up and I'm like, I have bad energy today. It's not gonna be a good day. Mm. Like, right? You hate Mondays. Yeah, hate I, I really do not like Mondays, but <laughs> okay. who I am, I can't help it. Um, you can own it. But I think that that's interesting too, that the power of being able to energy to adjust your energy, to control your energy, right? Or to at least put effort towards making that energy different than it was. Yeah. I think a lot of times there are a lot of people who are like, I woke up in a bad mood or yes. like, I had a bad night or I have a bad day ahead of me. And all of a sudden that that energy just controls your life. Yes. Right? Yes. And I just want to say, I think it's it like we as women, we're, you know, we're connected to the moon, right? Like we have a 28 day cycle along with the moon and hormones are real and bad days are real. And we have to just, I think, allow ourselves to truly feel those moments versus suppress them, bypass them, right? Like you can just like choose to like not have a chemical response in your body. (laughs) Truly. I've tried to explain this to my husband for the last nine (laughs) years, Um, but, but at the end of the day, don't let it, don't let it become a runaway train. Like allow yourself to be in it. And in fact, that's how you'll move through it and release sure. it. So I just wanted to make that note to people. It's not about just being like, I'm just going to choose it. Because totally. sometimes as women, we honestly can't. Totally. It's a great point. Yeah, it was just, I had this visualization that came into my head. And I was thinking if you're putting out your energy, you're almost creating this like force field around you. you. Versus if you are open to negative energy, you're, Constant, it's contagious. Mm, yes. But you're accepting whatever somebody's going to give you. Yeah. And so, again, like it's back to the decision. But I just had this idea of like, you almost create this protection around yourself because armor, you've yeah. yet decided what armor and what vibe you want to have yes. because that's going to empower you. And that's your, that's authentic. And sometimes it's fake until it you make it. Yeah. Because it's pattern and repetition and your body has to understand what is real. And in the, my, greatest Joe Dispenza world, like if you're visualizing it, there is no difference between reality and future because you've taught your body that that's available. Yes. Can I also give some practical tips to your audience? Because I know you bring it on. Do it. Because this is, it's really, really, you know, the game is here, but you, you can use some tools to really tactically help you. So I mentioned I do salt baths at night. That's to cleanse your aura. It helps get rid of like the negative because we do have a, a force field of energy around our bodies called our aura that like, extends nine feet out around us, each of us. So to cleanse that is is really important. In the mornings, if I have the time, I'll visualize a golden bubble around me. Sometimes it's a steel bubble. Truly, I visualize it. I I do sage. I do Palo Santo. It cleanses the vibe in the room. It cleanses your aura. It, it releases like negative entities. There's certain essential oils you can choose. I use Melaleuca. I put it down my spine at night. Ooh. It gets rid of hooks because we all have hooks. Like hooks are like people who project shit onto us, whether it's good or bad, like do that at night. And then the last thing I'll say is I have a cryonite crystal and it looks like a little blade and I call upon Archangel Michael, who cuts cords, hmm. and I will just ask him to to release the the cords of negative the entities, binds. the that. binds. And I like literally like as if I'm cutting cords off my body. I do that all around my body, on my bottom, of my feet, top of my head, and all throughout my body. That shit works. <laughs> it is really helpful. Like intentionality is one thing, but I, I believe in the power of of magic and you know source. And those things could potentially help you with your energy if you're struggling. All of them. 
Yeah. Check, done. check, check. Literally Love done. It. That's it's super po- I mean, I think and everyone will find their their means their totally. practices, but I I love that. I and I do, I still it's sitting with me, but like the fact that you begin and end your day that way, a lot of times we'll talk about like what's your morning practice, mm-hmm. right? But it's to be able to bookend that is like I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go home and figure what that looks like. Yes, do it. Right, so stay tuned. Have you ever filled your bath up? <laughs> no. No. You've never filled your bath up? Do you have a really nice bath? Um, okay. So I took my bath and made it a really nice shower. Um, <laughs> but my second bedroom has a bath. But like, I don't even think. I think right there's now something. Has, there's Usually like, there's bags in it. Yeah, there's bags. There's like, you know, real, real thread up bags. Of course. It's cleansing in a different way. Yes, it is. But I... I love like a, I love a hot tub. Yeah, I, I don't know. I love sitting in the sauna, like, which I don't have, but we yes. like to go to all the time. Um, but baths, eh, after like four minutes, I'm out. <laughs> okay. Authenticity, energy, magic. Let's, I mean, this is not even a transition because it's where we want to go, but personal branding, right? So there was a quote in your book that I wrote down because I loved it, but it takes courage to grow up and be who you really are. Mm. What in the world is a personal brand according to Simply Be? Beautiful. So- your personal brand is a 360 degree expression of what you do, what makes you great at what you do, who you are, what you believe in, what matters most to you. It is an expression of your soul by your own design. It's knowing your value. It's knowing what makes you you and being able to effectively articulate that and communicate that out into the world to drive your dreams. And it's an invaluable asset that we all have because we're ever evolving. We're not always going to be hosting this podcast, running this business. We're going to be who we are till the day that we die. And investing in the asset of you and becoming really clear on what makes you valuable and and how you show up is the biggest act of self-empowerment. And I believe that it belongs online as much as offline. The power of integration is, is, I think, the cornerstone of authenticity. And when you really start to harness and stay consistent with that brand. The I, I mean, I say this all the time, like the phone rings in your direction. Like people want to work with you because they know you, they see you, they're clear on who you are. And so this brand called you is like the most effective marketing tool you could possibly build in your career. And it just drives just a lot more depth in your business because you're being yourself and people are, again, are they going to connect to it or, or they're not? But the people who do, if you're being authentic, they're going to be obsessed with you. They're going to love you. They're not just going to like you. They're going to love you. And so trusting that. And, and then, you know, we help our clients bring that to life online in a very strategic, effective, tactical way. Um, but that's really the gift of, of knowing your brand. If we think about this tactically, is it the four characteristics or pillars that you mentioned before? Yes. And those are the foundation for your personal brand. Yes. So we'll start with, when we take clients through Simply Be, we'll start with the hologram, build their message. Then we move into a tool called the Supernova, which is how the hologram- love every, the names. All of my tools <laughs> are tied to the celestial. They're going to love this. So the uh, hologram, when you intersect it, in this tool called the supernova, when you take your pillars essentially and you combine them, it helps you to think about more extensive topics, titles, and themes that become the foundation of your content. So that's how we identify what's what's your podcast called and what are the different podcast episodes or what's your blog series going to say each week or what's your Instagram going to talk about week to week. The supernova helps you achieve that based on the hologram. Then the next tool is the pinnacle content framework. 
And that really helps you to simplify how to get your content out there, how to distribute your content, because your audience is hanging out in lots of different places. So how do you strategically reach them in a massive following, both on your own platform, and then we also include PR? And how do we really create an external outreach strategy that gets you seen to grow your credibility and awareness and thought leadership to drive more eyeballs to you and more opportunities? And then I created a PR strategy tool called Orion's Roadmap. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, my favorite constellation. And um, I often say that if you, you know, many people who are like attempting to start this work, right, they don't get on the Today Show tomorrow. Like you have to like work for it and you have to build a roadmap. You have to create a portfolio of credibility. And so I've associated like planets, moons and stars and like to really ground yourself in local opportunities to connect with, you know, attainable opportunities to get yourself seen in the media within the next six months. Those are your planets. Then your moons are like, you know, you know, the bustle or, you know, you know, I'm blanking the news at like different op- like magazines that are more national, but aren't like CNN and ABC and oh, no. Today Show and right. Time and TEDx. And then those are your stars. Those are your Orion stars. And so I teach you how to actually pitch yourself, you know, and how to really create. This is in my book, but we also do this for our clients. And then the last place we land is actually social media. Once you've built all of this content, this core thought leadership content, a clarified message, unique topics that are unique to you, then you use social media to distribute and get create a conduit to reach more people and community. But you don't own those channels. Mark Zuckerberg does. Like <laughs> you own you. Yeah, he does. Exactly. He, he owns everything these days, and including your life and all of your data and everything <laughs> about you. Very correct. That's why these jeans are so cute, though. Yeah. They know me now. I yeah. click, click on Instagram and bottom. <laughs> so that's really the 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 path. And I I think that you know we we break it down in the book. We break it down here. But building a brand is a journey, and there's a lot of tactical pieces to it. But it, it begins with the message. It begins with the brand story. That's the what, and then the strategy is the how and then the tactics are how you build it do you feel so i know that you work with amazing clients i go back to this like everyday person right Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't have a business they want to build maybe they don't even really know what that is maybe they maybe they have aspirations to build yeah but it sounds like these same pillars these the same work and the same practice can be applied even if you're just trying to know yourself more absolutely 100 percent Because I think about, you know, personal brand and like, of course, as marketers, as people who, Mm -hmm. you know, as people who are building business, like I I need to do this work for sure. Yeah. But I have a lot of friends too, who I think just want to show up more authentically Yes, and figure out how to be seen and how to have like that, that own individual brand, just, just to be able to have more purpose in life, right? Or just be able to understand the journey that they want to go on. I say all the time that Simply Be is a personal empowerment company disguised as a personal branding company. Totally. And my book is a personal empowerment book disguised as a personal branding book. Perfect. I love that. Well, let's talk about the book. So okay. it's out. It's, it's out. number one. It's early. Otherwise, I would like drink tequila. Right <laughs> um, although I would drink tequila anyways. Um, love you. Where can everyone find it? People can find it on Amazon. People can find it um, at Barnes & Noble. Support your local indie bookshops. Beautiful. Um, you know, actually... I can I can say this now. We um, sold out of my first run of copies. Like we, my, <laughs> I just got the chills, <laughs> literally. So the book is the book is available, but um, good luck getting it. No, yeah. I mean it's going to be. It's going to be. You know people, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because the retailers. So here's the here's the way it works. Um, you have different runs of copies, and 
my first run of copies sold out a week before my launch, which, according to my publisher, is unheard of for a first-time author, which was like totally very and you put, surreal. Babe, you put in that work, and you have and you have a community that showed up for you. I I, I do it. my community, yeah. man. It's like I've never, I've. I know I have an amazing community, but the power of my community really revealed itself to me in this last week or two. And so um, most of the books were bought by Amazon. So you can go to Amazon and get your copy. They have most Beautiful. of them. And then if people want to follow you, your journey, I know you have a couple different, where, where can people go? They can follow me on Instagram. Beautiful. Jessica Zweig. I'm just, it's how you pronounce my name, Zweig. And everyone asks that. JessicaZweig.com is my website. Uh, you can find more information about what we do at simplybeagency.com. I love it. So if you didn't share enough magic already, we're going to put you to work. Is there a quote or mantra that either you're living by right now or that you would want to leave with our friends that you just feel like really just resonates with the energy and the being that you are today? Absolutely. Let's it's, do it. It's the first quote in my book, actually, but it's there for a reason. And I, it's, it's, I orient to this quote every day. And it says, do not be surprised how fast the universe will respond once you've decided. Oh, I right. totally have the chills. And I'm not even cold. Beyond. Yeah. That's no, it. it's perfect. Yeah, it's all choice. You are special. And I am just, again, grateful that we've gotten, I've gotten to be on this journey for a very long time. It's, so it's, it feels even that much more special because I've gotten to watch yeah. from beginning days to cheeky to today. And your vibe attracts your track. You, you yep. have done this all and you should feel really proud. Thank and you. we can't wait for all of our listeners to get that book and to start being able to do the work. And we just appreciate you. I appreciate you both. Thank you for having me on your show. I, I love you, Steph. And I love you. I just met you. Yeah. I, I love you, you too. Honestly. Honestly, you're, you just are light beams. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful that we're friends. Me too. Yay. Cheers. Are Cheers. we going to cry? Yeah. Let's Real cry. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cry and have it with Matt. Thanks, friends. Friends, this has been fun. Thanks for spending some quality time with us. If you need more of us in your life, we totally get it. Follow us on Instagram at wellbehavedpodcast. Also, we aren't selfish. Tell us what you need and want to learn more about by sending us a note at wellbehavedpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs. We prefer that anyway. Until next time, stay well and somewhat behaved.